0: I always tell people birth is really mental um and if you go into it saying I can't I can't I can't like you mentally pre- prepare yourself to not being able to do it mm-hmm. um so I pump myself up mentally like you're gonna do this and you're gonna rock it like it's gonna be great
1: welcome to the happy home birth podcast your source for positive, natural childbirth stories, and your community of support, education, and encouragement in all things home birth and motherhood. What do you do when your birth suddenly feels as though it's swirling in chaos? How do you keep calm and remain focused? Hey there, happy home birthers, and welcome to episode 148 of the Happy Home birth Podcast. I'm your host, Caitlin Fusco, and this week we're speaking with Holly, who weathered a Category 4 hurricane just as she was about to give birth. Talk about an unexpected turn of events. I can't wait for you to hear the incredible mindset that Holly brought to her experience and the twist at the end of this story. Before we get there, though, are you looking for a thoughtful little gift for your midwife? Or maybe you're a midwife looking for a sweet gift for your clients. This came up inside of our happy home birth podcast community on Facebook recently. And I wanted to remind you guys of a super special gift idea that I have available for all of you. Happy homebirth candles. These are soy wax candles made with essential oil scents, and they've got the cutest homebirth-themed names, from labor time lavender to river birch waterbirth. These candles will make the homebirth lover smile for sure. Whenever I smell my lavender candle, I am immediately taken back to my second birth. When I have this candle burning. So head to myhappyhomebirth.com forward slash candles to grab yours as you prepare for your beautiful home birth. And let me take a second to thank our reviewer of the week, Lucas Maximus 22, who wrote, help me relieve my anxiety. I just passed my due date yesterday and I'm planning a home birth. I've been listening to this podcast for a week or so, and I am so glad I found it Before our baby was born, I've never felt like an anxious person, but for some reason I have felt extremely anxious for the past few weeks. I think it's been a combination of listening to too much news and not knowing how I'm going to handle three children instead of just two. But with choosing to listen to these stories and Bible studies rather than the news, my stress level has gone way down. Instead of being anxious about a third child, I'm just happily looking forward to a wonderful birth. Thank you so much for the awesome podcast. Thank you so much, Lucas Maximus 22 Would you email me at Caitlin at myhappyhomebirth.com so that I can send you a Happy Home Birth podcast sticker? And I would love to hear how that birth turned out. If you're listening to this show and would be willing to take a minute to leave a review, I would so deeply appreciate it. These reviews help this show find the mamas who need it. Okay, let's get to the interview. Please remember that the opinions of my guests may not necessarily reflect my own and vice versa. And this show is not meant to prescribe or treat. It's an educational tool. So continue to take empowered responsibility for your health and your family. Holly, thank you so much for coming on the Happy Home Birth podcast. Thanks.
0: Yeah, I'm happy to be here. Super excited to talk to you and share my story and hopefully encourage others.
1: Yeah, you have such a fascinating story to share. I cannot wait to hear it. Uh, before we get started, would you take just a minute to introduce yourself and your family to the listeners?
0: Yeah, so um, my name is Holly Bodier. Um, I live in New Orleans. Um, I have been married for 14 years, um, but we've been together about, I would say, like 19 Um We have our oldest daughter, Asia. She's turning six next week. She is adopted. I've had her since she was an infant. So, um, you know, just like, you know, our child. Mm -hmm. I have um, a four-year-old named Penelope, an almost two-year-old boy named Pascal, and our newest little baby, she's three weeks. Her name is Adeline. So yeah, you know, we're a big, happy family.
1: Such a such a new baby.
0: Yes, very new baby. New baby that you know is going through the typical newborn welcome to the world. I think my days and my nights are a little confused. Mm-hmm.
1: That is quite a confusing time for all of us, I would say. Yeah. yeah. As as mother and child. Um, yeah. yeah. Okay. So I would love to hear, because I know that you had, you had told me before we started that your previous births were unmedicated. Um, and then this was your first home birth experience. So I'd love to hear kind of what those first births were like, and then how you decided to make that transition into home birth.
0: Yes. So with Penelope, I did IVF. So in my heart, I just felt like, Hey, um, let's go as natural as possible with her birth Um, since, you know, just the journey to even have her was so different um, and so medicated Mm. is, I guess it's a, a safe way to say it like, you know, shots and pills and just the whole method to even have her come into existence. I just was like, okay, well let's, let's go natural with the birth and see how that is And she was a 36-hour labor, full-blown labor, um, really hard. It was really, really hard. Um, And essentially, a doctor did have to step in at the hospital and use forceps, Mm -hmm. which it's hard. It's really hard. Um, But it was still beautiful because I just wanted a baby so bad um, that I wanted to experience all of labor and delivery. So with her, it was really, really hard and long. And then um, we had a surprise pregnancy with my son, Pascal. And I tell people his, his labor and delivery was maybe 36 minutes. Um, Wow. It was, it was really fast. And it was, it was like two in the morning. No one was at my house to watch my two girls for me to go to the hospital. So I had to call a friend in the middle of the night. And my husband was like, you got to get here. Like, you've got to get here. Like, sorry to wake you up, but you've got to get here. We're going to have to leave the kids. Mm -hmm. And we peel into the ER. We definitely had to leave our children here in the middle of the night. Um, Mm -hmm. And it took her, she was probably took her about five minutes to get here, but I didn't have that kind of time.
1: Oh gosh. That's when, you know, it's like, it's like happening.
0: It's happening. Like, I remember telling my husband, like, no, baby is coming. Baby is here. We've got to go. Or I'm going to birth this baby at home, which was not even a part of the plan. Right. Um, So we peel into the ER, and they're just as shocked as we are to have a baby birthing in the ER. Mm -hmm. Um, They were not prepared for that at all. I was not prepared for that at all. Um, But I'll take a fast labor over a long labor any day. (laughs) Yeah. You know, like, it's just a world of a difference. Recovery is different. Everything is just very different. Mm-hmm. Um, to so tell people his, he came in to the world like lightning and I would take that any day over a slow labor. Yeah. Um, and then for Adeline, I knew that, um, I wanted to do a home birth because, with Pascal, it was so fast. It was like, why even go like, why even get up and go? And, you know, and to leave, have to possibly leave my kids again. Like, I don't want to go through that. Like while I was in labor with Pascal, my husband's like on the phone, making sure that like the neighbor could get into the house and stuff like that. So it was, we didn't want to do that again. Hmm. And so
1: when you, when you became pregnant, did you, you knew that at, from the very beginning that you were going to be searching for a midwife?
0: Yes. So um we have midwives in our hospital here and then we have midwives that will that can come to your home. But um the midwives that work in the hospital can't come to the house um due to contracts and stuff like that. Um but I had a really good relationship with my midwives in the hospital, so I I asked them like flat out like, "Hey, what what's your thoughts on a home birth? Like where do you stand with it? I want your your professional opinion on it. And I want your opinion as a friend, um, because I had established such a good relationship with some of them. Um, and everyone that I talked to was like, your last labor, it was so fast. It was so great. Like I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be opposed to it, you know, like, so I felt comfortable, um, because I had gotten, I had gotten medical professional opinions and I got opinions just as them being a friend, like this is what I would do or this is what I wouldn't do. Um so I felt like they were pretty open and honest with me, which is kind of rare. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. so yeah. So the minute that I found out that I was pregnant, I sought out professional opinions, friends' opinions, everybody, you know, and just knew in my heart, like it would be okay.
1: And then, so you were, but were you planning to use a midwife or did you feel like you were going to just go unassisted from there?
0: I always knew that I would use a midwife versus a doctor. Mm -hmm. Um, and the home birth midwives in new Orleans come highly recommended. I had some some friends that had used them. I had sought out some people on social media who had used them and no one had anything negative to say. Like they were all like, oh my God, it was beautiful. It was wonderful. Some were like, it was really a fast labor. Some had long labors, Um, but all of them had a consistent opinion of the home birth midwives, which was I would do it a hundred percent over and over and over again with them.
1: Right. I love hearing that. And that is one thing. I mean, there are some studies on this, not, they're not US based studies. Um, I mean, there may be some that I don't know of, but I know there are some um, European studies talking about satisfaction levels and the satisfaction level after birth for mothers who give birth at home versus uh, hospital births. It's, it's pretty, different. It's a pretty, it's a much higher satisfaction rate for those home births.
0: Yeah. I mean, I definitely see why for me, it was my kids could be here, um, especially during COVID. Mm -hmm. Um, they, I didn't know when I got pregnant in December, I didn't know what the fall would bring as far as restrictions in hospitals, but in my heart, I felt like the fall is not going to be good. Um, I felt like with the flu, RSV and COVID, um, they were not going to let kids in there. I wasn't even really sure would they let my husband be there. So there was so much unknown with the hospitals that I was just like, I think I would like, I would think I would rather do this at home and have a little bit more, um, peace of mind for my family than to, to attempt it in the hospital and not know who could be there and what the restrictions were going to be.
1: Yep, And it's so interesting hearing that perspective because I feel like the mainstream perspective is, oh, well, I'm having my baby in the hospital for the peace of mind, but <laughs> You know there are so many reasons that one might say the exact same thing of I'm having my baby at home for the peace of mind.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, and um I did, I don't know a ton of people who've done home births and honestly whenever I would tell people that I was doing a home birth um they I would get like, "Oh, wow." <laughs> All right. Um so I think people were shocked, a little shocked by it. Um, I, it's just, but but I also think during COVID that more people started to look at home birth versus two years ago or three years ago. Um, so COVID did, I guess, COVID did bring some things to the surface. And I think home birth is one of them.
1: Definitely. Yeah. Okay. So you found you found your midwives. And then what was that prenatal care like compared to your previous experiences?
0: Um, so when I started out with them, I would go to their office um and would meet with them. And honestly, like it was just a little bit more it was more laid back, like we chit chatted. Um, you know, like, hey, do you have kids, like other kids, like it was just more conversational than, um, let me take your blood pressure. Let me do this. Let me do that. Like checking boxes. They weren't checking boxes. Like they were going to come to my home and birth my baby. They wanted to get to know me. Like, what are your fears? What are your reservations with this? Um, what are your goals? Like, what do you envision happening at birth? Um, whereas in the hospital, I don't know that you always get that. I think that they have to check certain boxes, which is fine. And I understand that, that that's what they have to do. Um, but I felt like with the home birth midwives, it was just more relational.
1: Hmm. Right, yeah, and yeah, I, I think that that also is one of those things that makes home birth, you know, there is that level of safety because there is such an established report
0: Yeah. And I would talk to him about like, these are my fears. Um, what if I can't do this? What if in the middle of it, I'm like, I'm tapped out. I've been doing this for 20 hours and I'm just tapped out. Um, they were like, well, it's your birth. You, you tell us what you want. Like if you're like, Hey, I'm too tired. Hey, I can't do this anymore. We're going to listen to what you you feel you would like to do. Um, which I, I thought was really, really great. Like to be heard and to my opinion, to be valued was a big deal. It holds a lot of weight.
1: Right. Well, so as we get closer to your, um, to your due date, what is going on in your area? What's, what's happening?
0: So, We are new Orleans to me is, um, it's wacky right now. So it's one way to say it. So we're in the middle of, um, really strict COVID protocols. Um, I am unvaccinated. Um, so I'm not allowed in restaurants or coffee shops or anything like that. Um, which is tough because you do become a little stir crazy at the end of pregnancy because you, you just kind of want to get out. Like I kept saying, I'm about to be stuck in my house with a newborn for weeks on end. Um, I just want to get out of the house. And so the re- restrictions don't really allow me to do that. <sighs> so you have this mental sense of feeling a little trapped, um, a little isolated those are just some of the feelings that you feel when these restrictions come down, and and I am unvaccinated, and I, ch- I you know, that's what I chose um, during pregnancy was to not get vaccinated. Um. So we have that, and then we are approaching a Cat Four, a Category Four hurricane, that is pretty much a a dead hit on New Orleans, um, and at the, the day of the hurricane, I am past due. I'm mm-hmm. past due. Like I can't, I have a Florida home, um, but I can't go to Florida because I can't make the drive.
1: Oh my God. Um,
0: so I'm like, my house is like five hours from here. I can't make that drive physically. I can't do it. Um, what if I go into labor on the ride there? There was just too many what ifs for me to get to my Florida home. Um. Okay my, the midwives at the hospital were evacuated out of the hospital. So there was an OB that was one call there. Um, in, in my hot, the hospital in New Orleans is maybe two to three minute drive. Like it's super close. Um, but that meant that I would have to weather the storm, a cat four in my home with my kids, like terrifying, terrifying. Um, like I just, I didn't want to do it but I couldn't make it to Florida. And I do have another home in Louisiana, but it's in the country. And we knew that if trees came down, I would be birthing at home and no one could get to me. Mm. So I'm literally, I'm I'm feeling a little stuck in my home in New Orleans. So, you know, I was dealing with COVID protocols. Um, My oldest daughter had been quarantined at home the week before so she's been at home she's getting a little stir crazy my kids get sent home from school because of the hurricane and it's just me and my little family about to about to take on a cat four which we've we've seen what a cat four can do we we went through Katrina here too um so, I'm kind of on edge. I would say, like, I'm pretty on edge. My mom, she came in, she lives about an hour away. She decided that it would be best for her to ride out the storm with me mm. um, in case I needed to get to the hospital and I would feel safer leaving my kids here. But, you know, there's just that fear. Of, you know, when you lived through Katrina, which ravished our city, um, you don't want to go through it again. Right. But I'm feeling like I have to, I have no other choice. I called, um, you know, different midwives. I called doctors. I asked personal opinion. What would you do? What would you do? What would you do? I sought out my parents, which, you know, is always like they're, they're the voice of reason dad. What would you do mom? What would you do? Um, it was, it was super scary. It was, it was just, it was scary. And, and my home birth midwives, Made the call that they needed to evacuate their homes too. They were um, like, "Hey, we have to evacuate our homes too. Um, we're really sorry, but let's let's think of a plan. Let's figure something out." So the only plan was if you go into labor during the storm, you know, try to get to the hospital. So that was my plan. But I also knew in the back of my head, like, I'm probably going to birth this baby on my own. Like, so I knew in my head like that, that's a, that's pretty likely. That's what, I, what, what, what I'm going to have to do. So mentally I had to prepare for that. Um, and I think I was okay with it. Like, I think I was at, a I was at peace with that. Like, that's probably what's going to happen. So yeah, you're going to, you're going to do that. That's what you're going to do. And it's going to be totally fine. Um, so I think I I always tell people birth is really mental. Um, and if you go into it saying, I can't, I can't, I can't like you mentally prepare yourself to not being able to do it. Mm -hmm. Um, so I pump myself up mentally, like you're going to do this and you're going to rock it. Like, it's going to be great. Um, and your mom is going to be there. And Thank God for her. You know, she's, you know, a retired nurse, like 30, 35 years experience. Like, you know, you're gonna rock it. And that's when I mentally had to tell myself. Um, and I feel at the end of the day I did. I did. I kind of did. So I think I think mentally you just gotta
1: prepare yourself for it. Right.
0: Thank so you your midwives
1: So your midwives, okay, they leave before the storm hits
0: about a, about either about the day before they were like, hey, we're gonna have to go. And I understood, like I would have left too. It was a cat four. We have known what a cat four can do. Right. Um if if our levees break in New Orleans, our city floods. Mm-hmm. I understood. I had no like bad feelings about it. Like I would have left too. They have kids. Like right. they had to go. Right. Unfortunately, I was past due and couldn't leave. Otherwise, I would have too. So, there was never any like abandonment feelings or anything like that. I
1: would have left too. Mm-hmm. And then, okay, so so then you are the day after your due date, right? When the storm hits, I, I am
0: at that point. I think I'm no. I'm like a. I'm like a week.
1: Okay, <laughs> point, a like, week after. Gotcha. I,
0: Yeah. Because when I, when I did deliver her, I think I was about nine days past due. Okay. Um, but I was past due with one of my other pregnancies. So I wasn't really worried about that. You know, like a lot of people are really concerned with a due date and, um, I'm not, I'm, I'm just kind of one of those that I'm I'm like, the baby will come when the baby wants to come. Um, they're not going to stay in there forever. Mm -hmm. Um, my only like, I guess a little bit of fear was my baby was sunny side up Mm. most of the pregnancy. And if you Google that, it's going to tell you like labors are usually longer. They're usually a little bit more painful. Um, So I did see a chiropractor most of my pregnancy for adjustments. And um, she was really encouraging. And she was like, you know, we're going to get this baby to flip. Well, that baby never flipped um, Mm. until literally the night before I could feel the baby making some big move and it was really painful. Um, So I knew the baby was doing something in there and I was like, Oh, maybe this baby is flipping like awesome. Great timing. Like, you know, do what you need to do. But it, it it was, it was hard being sunny side up.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah. That makes so much sense. Okay. So so your your midwives have left yeah the storm hits where does when does that happen in relation to when you actually gave birth what was that like
0: so we had just weathered the storm um it came through during the day in new orleans which a day hurricane and a night hurricane are two totally different things i could see what was going on outside i could um you know, it's, they're, they're two different beasts when they come through during the day and they come through at night. Um, it was incredibly windy. I had to, you know, kind of distract my kids. They knew a storm was coming, but they have never gone through a real hurricane. They're so little, um, that you just kind of like, you get on the floor, you play games with them, you distract them. Right. Um, so we get through the storm and we're running off of a generator. I have a, a a house generator is what they call them. And it's a generator that's built into my house. So we, when we lost power, it kicked on and just kind of kept my house operating like normal, which is what I was seeking for my children was a lot of just normalcy, right? Um, air conditioner, lights, things like that. New Orleans never are where I live. Didn't lose water pressure, which was one of my big things, because if I wanted a, a water berth, if i lost water pressure the water then became um unsafe to use mm. so i kept thinking like what if we lose water pressure i won't be able to do a water birth here or a hospital you, the water is unsafe to use um so we never lost water pressure so i was really thankful for that um so the morning of the day that i'm i'm going to give birth, you know, we're operating in our house per normal, like we're making pancakes, we're, you know, doing our normal thing. Um, And I start to feel like period cramps, you know, my stomach is just, I'm getting a little bit of cramping. So I text my midwife, who just made it back in town. And I let her know, like, hey, I'm having a little bit of cramping she's like great and i'm thinking baby's going to come in the next 24 hours and she's like oh this is awesome so glad that you know the baby waited and you know it's, <laughs> it's just working it's working out great we were all really really happy so i get my birth playlist going on my phone and it's just worship music and i sit on the living room floor with my kids and um they're coloring and i start to do like you know, just some yoga, like, okay, let's get my body moving and let's kind of prepare in the next 24 hours. We're going to have a baby. Like I tell my kids, like mommy thinks the baby's going to come soon. Um, they're super happy, but I have to get like my period cramps. Those little cramps are starting to get a little bit more intense. So I start to track them on an app and, um, My sister texts, my mom is here and they're like six to seven minutes apart. And I'm like, that's really, they're getting kind of close. So I let my midwife know like, Hey, they're getting really close. Um, Maybe you should, maybe you should start getting ready to come over. And she only lives about seven to 10 minutes away from me. So I'm not concerned at all. Like she Mm -hmm. can get to me now. Like everything is going to be fine. I'm going to have the birth that I planned, which You never say that because you don't get the birth that you plan. (laughs) (laughs) It never works out the way that you plan. (laughs) So I am doing like my little bit of yoga. I'm mentally just in a really great space. The hurricane had passed. My midwife is in town. Like We never lost water pressure. This is going to be great. So I stand up and I walk to my bathroom and I start to run bath water because I'm like, maybe, maybe. Some warm water, we'll just start to relax these cramps a little bit. And I start to get undressed. And my husband, he's like, Hey, I'm gonna go find a DVD player, an old school DVD player, because our kids at this point hadn't had TV in about five days. Mm. So we're like, hey, let's find an old school DVD player and put something on for them. Um, that'll distract them a little bit. It'll give us a break from, you know, constant entertainment for our kids. Um that had been kind of tiring, you know, making up games and doing all kinds of things and <laughs> um i just needed kind of a break. Well, he starts to look for the DVD player and i have to send him a text and it said forget the DVD player, get in here. Oh, wow. And when he walks in my water breaks and my water's never broken on its own before so we both are standing in the bathroom, we look at it and we both simultaneously go ew. 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 like it's a gush like it's like what you see on the on movies like mm. it's like a gush of water and I was like oh my god put me in the tub get me to the tub and he I'm like call the midwife let her know my water breaks he like tells her he texts her or whatever she's in the car she's headed there like she's like I'll be there in a few minutes everything's gonna be fine and I get in the tub and I'm like Oh my god, I'm holding the head of my baby. Like it was that fast. Um and I look at him and I was like baby's here. Baby's here and he's like what? That fast, and I'm like baby is here. Baby is here. And so I'm in the tub and then I I attempt to get on all fours and my first thought was get the pooper scooper. <laughs> and, and he's like what? And I was like it's like a, it's like a kitty litter thing. It's in the, it's in the birth box. Just get it. Get it. just get it. I don't, you know, and the vanity kicks in, like, I don't want to poop in this water. (laughs) That's what I'm thinking. And so he grabs it and he gives it to me. And I was like, too late. Head is out. Like I'm starting to birth a baby. And he says, Oh my God, I'm going to get your mom. Oh my gosh. And and I've been through, we've both been through natural births before. Like we know what this is going to look like. He bolts, like he's like, I'm going to get your mom. And so he runs and he goes to get my mom and he just says, you got to get in there. So when she comes in, she can see I'm standing in the tub now. I'm I'm standing and I've got the head of a baby in my hands and she's a seasoned nurse. And she starts to say, oh my God, <laughs> oh my God, you're, you're the baby is here. And I'm like, yes, the baby is here. I need you to be calm.
1: I I need you to be real cool right now.
0: (laughs) Yeah. And I said, be calm. I'm going to give one more push to get these shoulders out. You better not drop this baby. (laughs) Don't drop the baby. And she's like, okay, okay. I won't drop the baby. I won't drop the baby. And I'm like, I'm going to get a little bit lower. And I keep telling her, but don't drop the baby. Do not drop this baby. And sure enough, one more push and this baby comes flying out. And she catches the baby and she hands the baby to me. And I just sit in the tub that's filling and hold my baby. And she hands me a towel to put over the baby. And at that point, I don't know gender. I haven't looked at anything. I haven't birthed the placenta. I just sit with this new, fresh little baby that I had just birthed on my own, like how cool is that? Like, I just start to take it in. Like I just went through all kinds of craziness and I went through what I would call a pretty pain-free birth, Mm -hmm. which I have heard of them. And I know that they're rare, but I just experienced that. And it was the coolest, most beautiful thing I think I've ever experienced. And I'm one that I love childbirth. I think it's one of the most challenging things. It's a beautiful thing. And I just got to have one of the most peaceful births I've ever heard of. Oh, gosh. In the midst of
1: chaos. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That calm after the storm, huh?
0: Literally the calm after the storm. And I'm like, wow, I just had my fourth baby, weathered a cat for like, (laughs) And it was so beautiful. Like it was just incredible. And so my husband walks in and I've got a baby on my chest and my kids are super excited and a little freaked out because they're like, why is the water so dirty? Oh no. And I'm like, I'm like, I know it's, it's a little gross. Sorry.
1: (laughs) That's life.
0: (laughs) That's, that's life. It's life. is a little messy.
1: (laughs) Oh my word. It's just how many things could go. Like it, it was all so unexpected. Every single aspect of that was just so unexpected.
0: Yes. I felt like I was just totally being set up for a a really almost traumatic birth. Like what mm-hmm. if I go into labor in the middle of a cat four there's trees coming down or the street is flooding and I can't get to the hospital. Like, you know, you just build up fear, 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 and you have to mentally block it all out. And we know that fear is one of those, like, it's like a a mental roadblock. Mm -hmm. If there's fear anywhere, like you just can't do it. And that's what I kept saying. Like, if I let the fear, like totally take over. I'm not going to be able to do this and it's going to be traumatic for everyone. So Mm -hmm. that morning I had to get into a mental place of, I'm going to be able to do this and it's going to be so great. Like it had to be, it had to be fearless, not fearful.
1: Right. Oh, wow. And so that, that amount of time, From when you had your period cramps.
0: (laughs) It was about 30 minutes from the first cramp that I recorded to when I stopped tracking them because baby was making the arrival. Um, It was maybe 30 minutes and that's how, that's how fast, you know, labor can be 30 hours. It could be 30 minutes. Like you just never know. So I think you have to be prepared for the unexpected. Mm -hmm. So when my husband let the midwife know, like baby is here, baby's here, everything is fine. Um, I think peace was with everybody. Everybody just had a sense of peace. Like the baby is here. She's crying and nursing and she looks from what we can tell, like she's pretty healthy. Oh,
1: yeah. Amazing. That is just such an incredible story I like I just have not heard anything like it before and just the way that you really like you know you you stuck through a hurricane and your midwife comes back in town and do you still give birth alone (laughs) I still end up giving birth alone like she comes
0: in and I have not birthed the placenta yet because I I let the um I I always let the placenta kind of do its thing and um I don't clamp the cord right away. And, um, so I just let it kind of pulsate. Um, I could feel it. I could feel that it was still, you know, pumping blood, pumping blood, baby was fine. I didn't have the urge to birth the placenta yet. Um, so when she came in, um, we let it pump a little bit more and then she, you know, got down to business. And so then I ended up birthing the placenta after and, um, you know she let me cut the cord and we still at that point did not know gender because i just had this little baby on my chest and oh. she was wrapped up and um we wanted to make it a surprise you know the gender so after i had gotten in bed and um it was time to weigh her and do things like that um we were like okay do we want to see what the baby is and my kids are super excited and they're like yeah 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 And so I hold the baby up and I'm like, oh my gosh, it's another girl. Like, I'm just, I'm just so excited. You know, she's healthy. She came into the world so beautifully. Like it was just, it was, it was just beautiful and wonderful. And just in the midst of a a storm, like she's amazing. Oh
1: gosh, Holly, I cannot get over it. I can't get over Mm -hmm. your story. How has your postpartum been?
0: So Yeah. You know, I say the faster labors um, are easier for me than the longer ones. So recovery. Yeah. It's been really good. And I'm going to tell you, she was a pretty big baby. Um, She was a little over nine pounds. She was nine, one, almost 22 inches. Um, So she was, she was a pretty, pretty big baby. Mm -hmm. Um, There was no tearing there was nothing like that. So recovery has been pretty smooth. Um, and you know, with having kids home, it's, it's a little chaotic. Um, and I have an almost two year old, two year old, so he doesn't really know like what gentle means and things like that. So I would say like the hardest part is, um, teaching your kids safe boundaries with the newborn, how to deal with the newborn. Um, it wasn't like I was in the hospital for a few days after birth to where I could just, um, rest with my baby. Like Mm. my kids were just so excited and they wanted to see the new baby. And, um, so I would say like, that's kind of been a little tiring.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, because they were out of school for days after that due to damage at their school. Um, so just trying to like have a healthy balance of okay, I need rest. The baby needs to rest because she just went through something really crazy too. Mm-hmm. Entering the world is just, you know, gotta be so crazy for them. Right. Um, so like setting up safe boundaries with your kids after you have a baby is a big deal. Um, and you know, little ones just don't know boundaries.
1: Right. <laughs> that's the truth.
0: Yeah. So that's been that's been a little hard. Um, But as far as like recovery, physical recovery, kind of, kind of awesome. Like it's, it hasn't been terrible. My midwives checked in, they stuck around um, text all the time. They would pop in to my house, like do visits with me and things like that. So I did feel like with home birth, when they would come in and check It was it was just more of a relationship. Like, hey, let's chat. How are things going? And like mentally check in, like, where are you? How are you feeling? What's life been like since you had the baby? Um, so I do feel like home birth midwives are just more relational and personal.
1: Yeah. Oh, I totally agree. And it it sure makes such a difference.
0: It does. Yeah, it really does. And I think having. Um, you know, they had went through something really traumatic. They had to leave. There were, there was me and another mom that we were both due around the same time. I think the other mom was, she was like 37 weeks or something, 38 weeks. So, um, you know, it's, it had to be hard for them to make the decision to leave clients that they knew I was past due. Like that couldn't have been easy for them to make the decision either.
1: No, that's so stressful
0: so stressful. And, you know, it's just like, you're leaving your home and you don't know when you're going to be able to get back. You don't know what's going to happen. Is there going to be looting? Is there going to be total chaos in the city? Like it was just a really stressful time. I think for me and, and my whole team,
1: you know? Wow. Well, I'm so glad that you were able to get through it so beautifully, even though surprisingly and And here you are on the other side, and I am just going to be praying for some relaxation for you, (laughs) some good rest. Uh, But Holly, I just, I'm so blown away by your story. It's so empowering and incredible, just the way that our bodies, you know, our bodies can give birth, (laughs) no matter, no matter the weather outside, it's, it's possible it's going to happen. And you were made for it. So
0: yes like yes I hope that I'm an encouragement to other moms and um that they know like if they are faced with you know um roadblock after roadblock like my labor is coming up and these are the issues that like you can still do it like you mm-hmm. can do this um don't let fear be the driving factor in your life when labor and delivery is coming up, like get into a a space that is just healthy and um, fearless is one of the big things. Like just don't
1: let fear overcome you. Mm, That was so amazing. Holly, I can't thank you enough for sharing your story. It's just, it's just incredible. And it has been such an honor. Thank you so much for coming on the happy home birth podcast.
0: Yes. Thank you so much. Like I, I'm just praying that I can be a light in all of this chaos.
1: Well, that was unexpected, huh? As we head into this week's episode roundup, I'm struggling to pick just a few points to discuss. Holly brought so much value to this conversation. Number one, I want to bring up the safety idea. Holly decided with her fourth baby that she would feel safer at home than in the hospital. Isn't it so interesting? The mainstream narrative is that hospital automatically equals safety. It's just not ringing true for many of us anymore, and we are feeling more safety and a chance at an intervention free birth away from the hospital. Choosing midwives gives many women a stronger sense of safety, and that's because of my second point. Number two, midwifery and home birth are relational. This isn't a fast food experience. It's a dine-in, take off your coat and stay a while event. We spend our prenatal months getting to know one another on a deeper level, allowing friendship and trust to blossom. We aren't patients. We're clients and friends. And number three, Holly felt like she was being set up for a potentially very traumatic birth, but she knew she had to block out the fear. Fear is like a mental roadblock, she said. If I let the fear take over, I'm not going to be able to do this, and it's going to be traumatic for everyone. So instead, she got into the mindset of, I'm going to do this, and it's going to be so great. Mindset is the key to your birth, my friends. It all comes back to mindset. No, we can't control the events from how our labor sensations will feel all the way to the weather outside. It's all out of our hands, but what we can focus on prenatally and learn to wield with confidence is our mindset, just like Holly. Okay, my friends, that's all I've got for you today. I'll see you back here next week. Thanks for listening to this week's episode.